lifepodcasts.fm. This podcast is a Prime Media Broadcasting production. Time in the saddle. For cyclists, by cyclists. Time in the saddle. Time in the saddle. Myself, Rhino O'Connor. We're joined by Nick Barr, as always, from Omnico and Jason Lynch. Not as always, because Nick's missed one last week, but for valid reason. Nick wasn't here uh, because Nick was busy showing off to the whole world the new 2020 range. Did you write lots of orders, Nick? Uh, not me personally, but um, yeah, they're all coming in. The guys must have. I'll tell you why. Because there's some sexy stuff being released by Cannondale last week. Um, nobody knew exactly what to expect. And uh, loads of mutual friends that were there, fans of the brand, etc., and people that just love cycling, were sending me pictures going, have you seen what's coming out in 2020? Because we have, and it's amazing stuff. Now, it was embargoed till Thursday of last week, till 1 o'clock. One o'clock, the veils came off and everyone got to see. Um, Nick, for those people, obviously, which is majority of people listening, unless you're a dealer that weren't there, that wasn't there, what was unveiled last week? So the big thing for us was the Habit Neo, the new e-bike from, from Cannondale. Um, first time that we've been able to sort of clap eyes on them here in South Africa. Um, some guys might have seen stuff on um, social media prior to that, but, but first time they were seen in the flesh. Um, we had the Topstone Carbon in, uh, the new Scalpel bikes for 2020, new color ranges, new branding on the bikes. So, yeah, all in all, uh, a, a lot of new stuff for the dealers mm. to, to come and take in. New accessories as well for the bikes, new components for the bikes. I was getting pictures up close and personal of some of the latest components to come with the item those uh, to feature in the new Scalpels. Yeah, well, the Scalpel World Cup will now feature the SRAM Axis group set, so full electronic um, group set. Um, you know, we've got the Sculper with the XTR 12-speed and a one with an XT 12-speed on it. So, yeah, yeah some, some great additions to the range for, for next year. Uh, and then besides that, so there was a great day. And a huge thanks to, to some of the partners that there. I know you, te- you teamed up with Devil's Peak. Phenomenal brewery. And we can mention in Time in the Saddle. I, I, they did, but they were the partners last week. Yeah, yeah. So they, they hosted us. And, and I must say, a, a cracking brewery that they've got going in there and oh. some, some pretty decent beers as well. I think we had as many comments about the beers as we did about the bikes. So. Yeah. I love that. I love that the two, that there's such a nice synergy. Um, if you're a cyclist and you're listening to this and you're under age, obviously when you get to the right age, maybe you will, maybe you won't drink beer. But I think the majority of adult cyclists, and maybe we are just, you know, uh, uh, generalizing, but we enjoy a good pint. Jason, you're very quiet, but you're the biggest enjoyer of I, it's It's an official recovery drink in my mind. Yeah. In actual fact, my very first stage race, every single stage I stopped for a beer. Did you? Yeah. During the stage, I stopped and they had a beer point and I drank a beer. That's so like 60s. <laughs> it was, you, you, know, you weren't there, but it was amazing. I absolutely well, well, loved it. It's what they used to do in the original tours, pull over and have a beer. Have a beer. That was amazing. Yeah. It was really good. Uh, okay. Besides the bikes, I see you come bringing something new as well. I'm excited when Giro are doing um, um, uh, product launches and they've got something new and tasty for the market to see. It's in the form of a helmet. Of course, if you don't know Giro, obviously very well known with the, not only with helmets, with gloves, with all kinds of accessories. Uh, when it comes to the technology that they're using in their helmets, obviously MIPS is standard now across every single, almost every single helmet range. But the aerodynamics and the kind of R&D that go into their helmets is phenomenal. How many helmets do you have? Five. Why? 
Well, how many bikes do you have? No, look, I, I don't <laughs> think you can have too many helmets. Yeah. I, I love having different helmets. I'll so tell you why. it's an interesting question. I've got um, one, my very first helmet that I've ever, ever b- owned, which happened to be a, I can't even remember it. I think it's a, an actual fact, an original Trek helmet. I mean, Trek were making their own helmets, mm. um, which is obviously disgusting. It's rotten. It's been through the wash and it's been washed, but it's just, it's my first. Mm. So it's there. Um, then I've got a bowl helmet. Which I, I have no idea how I ended up with a bell helmet. Oh, I was doing a crossover, a crossover event where it was cycling, but it was well, it's one of those proper like it looks like a, a BMX helmet, yeah. but it's a bell helmet, right? Then I've got two Giro helmets and a uh, Team Dimension Data helmet, but the two Giro helmets get the most time because they're mm. the lightest and, mo- and most comfortable. Yeah, so I think the <clears throat> the new stuff for us, and and I think we were talking about this off air last week or the week before, which is why I bought the the Ether in. Yeah, what's um, the Ether? Is this new? This Hold it up so everybody can see. Yeah, it. there you go. Everyone yeah. can Everyone see. Look, Everyone, yeah. look on the podcast now. <laughs> if only you could see. Um, <laughs> so it's not it's not a, a brand new helmet for us. We've probably had it in in the country for a couple of months now. What what is new is the technology that's gone into it. So okay. traditionally, MIPS is a is a layer within the helmet. Um, so the helmet doesn't feel like it's sitting on your head. It almost feels like it's floating above it. Um, Whereas the ether, they've incorporated that MIPS layer in between two layers of the helmet. So you've got two layers of the helmet that run over each other. Um, so same MIPS technology, same sort of benefits of MIPS, uh, head impact injuries reduced, neck injuries reduced, all that kind of stuff. Um, but the helmet fits like a helmet should. Sure. Um, and that's something new from Jiro and, and something that Jiro have worked with MIPS on. I mean, you know, everyone knows MIPS is an external company sure. uh, developed by 3M. Uh, so anyone can get the technology. But this particular piece of technology started in the Jiro downhill helmets um, and is now filtering down the range into the sort of road and mountain bike helmets. As well. What I like about the helmets in general is, I don't know if you, you, if you own a Giro helmet, uh, but they're super light. I mean, you don't feel, um, it doesn't feel like anything's on your head, basically. It's so comfortable. You kind of forget you have a helmet on, which is something very important when you're buying a helmet. You don't want to feel extra weight on top of your head when your head's kind of sagging and you're spending extra time on a bicycle. Yeah, look, I mean, helmets, uh, as you say, you can never have too many. I've got from from a variety of different brands, and I think the thing that people need to realize, yes, Jura is a great helmet, and they do make some of the best, lightest, and like this, I don't think there's any other helmet that makes use of the MIPS technology in the helmet like like they do. But at the same time, they have their own shape profile, and it doesn't necessarily fit everybody. So, you know, oh, really? Some That's quite interesting. Is this, so, so not everyone's head, obviously, is the same. Um, is this why some people find certain helmets uncomfortable because it doesn't... Oh, that's the other helmet I had. There was some bizarre brand that came up with these massive circles in the... Mm-hmm. In the uh, catas- Cat-like. <clears throat> Cat-like. It never fitted my big fat head. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, it, it, what Jason's saying is absolutely uh, correct. And we see it with shoes as well, especially... Yeah. Um, you know, these products are all designed overseas and, mm. and us South Africans tend to have sort of uh, quite broad feet, um, big heads, big Duck hands. Copper. Yeah. <laughs> so a lot of the, you know, it's, it is a, a kind of a comfort thing and, and guys will try on Jiro shoes and some people say that these Jiro shoes are, are amazing. Yeah. Um, and other people, yeah. yeah. It's like with any brand, I think. It, sure. it, it may make of tackies are exactly the same. You mm. ask a runner um, that's chosen a pair of running shoes why they've chosen that and you'll find out that they've tried other shoes and for various reasons in that same size. One, two, a shoe's too tight. Other ones, not, not giving enough cushioning, whatever the case may be. So 
So it's varied. The nice thing is that um, uh, you know you you vary for a large audience. You've got something for basically for anybody there. If, you, if that doesn't fit your head, you'll find it somewhere. That's for sure. Yeah, and what we've what we've started doing on the shoes is actually bringing in half sizes. Okay, so wider. Slightly wider, same same sort of length as a as a normal eight or nine would be, but then just slightly wider to to accommodate for our, our South African feet. I like that. Uh, I'm, I'm really excited. So now in stores for those people that have seen the bikes and the helmets already in store, the Giro helmet bikes will be available in dealerships by the end of this month, if not early October. Yeah, so a lot of the the bikes are already available. So we shipped to dealers before we actually had the launch. Um, so a, a number of the road bikes are available. Some of the scalpel models are already available. Um, with our next container arriving in about two weeks, so within the next two to three weeks, we'll start seeing the remainder of the range in in stores. Nice. Um, but yeah, this year we were we were lucky. We got a lot of our 2020 bikes very early, which is which is cool. Nice. Uh, some of the things I want to cover are some of the aspects building up towards the the very first of big stage races is wine to Wales. I know that we had crew to see I think just this past weekend. A lot of people doing a lot of rides between now and Wine to Wales. And besides the the, the, the basic equipment, bicycles, uh, your clothes and etc. for your set ride. Some of the other thing and accessories uh, that we don't actually talk about often that you need to take with you or think about considering uh, when you're away on a stage race. And I see that we've got gifts, both you and I, from them is uh, power banks. Now Ready are probably market leaders when it comes to prying, uh, supplying power banks to people to keep certain things charged when you're away at events like a stage race. And I want to specifically talk about stage racing. When you're coming into a tent at the end of the day, um, you want to catch up with family, mobiles, uh, phones, whether you cycle with one or you uh, basically put yours on after the event. It's important. You want to communicate back with home. And a lot of the time when you're in these stage races, you're in the middle of the bush. You don't have access to power. So power banks, when when purchasing one, you want to buy one that's reliable, that's got enough power to charge your, your, your mobile device. And I say mobile device, it could be a GoPro that you want to power up. Um, ready are market leaders. Yeah, so I mean, we we do supply a, a huge amount of uh, power banks, and we do some under the Ready brand. We've got various other brands that we supply as well. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is a it is a key feature at, at stage races. I mean, a lot of these races do have charging stations, but you know, nine times out of ten, yeah, I'm not going to leave my phone there. Exactly, you having to leave your brand but new iPhone like eleven behind <laughs> to get but charged. Like Jason <laughs> lurking around looking for new iPhones. Well, the the problem you can't leave it there because they're shut only like an hour after you finish the sure. event. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So now is not enough charge anyway. Yeah. But a power bank does give you that flexibility. You can walk around with it. You can take your, you know, you can use your mobile devices while they're charging. Uh, a number of the the models in the ready range now have two USB outputs, so you can charge multiple devices at sure. any given time. Um, a lot of users and consumers get confused between the, the different ratings. Yes. So all batteries are rated in, in milliamp hours. Uh, and as an example, your cell phone probably has a roughly a 1200 milliamp hour battery. Okay. You go and buy a 10,000 milliamp power bank, <laughs> and that's going to charge your phone roughly six times from zero to 100%. Got you. Your Garmin's, your GoPro's, all those kind of stuff are drawing a lot less power. Um, <clears throat> so really, you can survive on a Sony to see a Wines to Wales a basic three-day stage race with, with one power bank to charge your phone, that's your amazing. Garmin, your, your sort of GoPro. Um, of course, it depends how likely you are to hop onto emails and all that kind of stuff when, you, when you're finished. But uh, if you're anything like me and you leave your phone sort of mm. off most of the time, it's, it's fine. Um, 
But yeah, it's just that convenience, you know, being able to sit in your tent, phone your wife, charge sure. your phone and not yeah, have to stand in a queue, Absolutely. Uh, book your phone in and, and worry about losses and all that kind of stuff. Talk about stockers quickly. Where, where would I find, I'm listening, I'm thinking, oh, this is a great idea. I know somebody who cycles that love this as a gift. Do all just, just cycling stockers, uh, shops, stock ready products? No, most of your good bike stores will have it, but we, you know, big in, in the likes of Incredible Connection, Cape Union Mart, nice. um, Outdoor Warehouse carries a range of, of stuff from us. So a lot of the big sort of chain store retail retailers have them available um, and, and and very, very simple to use and charge and, and kind of carry around with you. Nice. I want to talk about some of the patented stuff and we'll talk about it in the next time in the saddle. We briefly touched on it, but I see it pop up in a cycling. I was reading the, the latest cycling magazine, I think it's Bicycling uh, Magazine, and I read about uh, two products that are exclusive to yours. They're kind of a patented items that we've actually chatted about before briefly, but I'll talk about that as buying somebody, uh, also accessories, building up to wine to Wales, two products which I think are indispensable uh, uh, that you should have, you should buy, and you should keep next time we talk to time in the saddle. We'll also, next time in, in the saddle, we'll also try and get hold of Robin de Groot. Robin de Groot. I think of Groot from what's the kids' show? What's the program? Groot. The, 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 the tree that becomes do, 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 Groot. Uh, what's it called? Uh, invisible, no, I don't know the name. It's Groot. Groot. Loads of kids' TV. Anyway, take care, everyone. We'll be back with time in the saddle. Same time, same place next week. Subscribe now at livepodcast.fm. Rate and review it on your favorite podcast app to get your time in the saddle. Livepodcast.fm. Subscribing to a live podcast is free.